Brothers! Yes, good that you're listening to the third episode of the Assassin's Cast. I'm, of course, as always, here with Jordan from It's Jordan Does. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, um, I'm, of course, Jordan Raptor. I always forget to introduce myself. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a week, Jordan. How how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, it's uh, you, of course, are I'm, uh, from the U.S. So. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, this podcast is being recorded during, you know, some uh, equal uh, civil rights stuff going on here in the United States. Um, I'm going to keep it brief because I kind of we've had plenty of days of a lot of people talking about this stuff. And we wanted to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, kind of get into a more uh, positive vibe. But yeah, um, that's that's, of course, totally uh, the thing. But we I think it's still like something we we should not ignore. It's very important and uh, it's very good that uh, it's yeah, people are speaking up about it Um, mm -hmm. and uh, that this Uh, is happening. I think it's I think it's very good uh, overall. Mm -hmm. I would just say if like you're uh, two things, like if you're an American, just make sure you're registered to vote and that like beyond just tweeting or things like that, that you're actually putting your effort into changing things. And then if you're um, looking, this isn't any sort of promo, but like we have a really all inclusive, no judgment discord at builds.ac slash discord. So if you're a gamer who feels like you don't belong somewhere, things like that. Feel free to join. We'll welcome you with open arms. And where, where can we, people we love find playing that? games. Builds.ac slash discord or ac-builds.com slash discord. And uh, we have some of the coolest, most loving people in there. So uh, if you're looking to have some fun uh, playing video games and looking for a positive outlet, uh, go ahead and join there. Yeah. Cool. Um yeah, let's then move on again. Uh, yeah, it's it's very important what what is going on, and uh, yeah, I wanted to address it, of course at the front here. But let's not talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla because that's why we come here every week to talk to you about the news. Although there's not a lot of news, uh, it really seems like obviously um, it, it's not a good time to, to like really. Uh, talk about like promote a game we've seen many events delayed and that's totally that's totally makes sense but um in this episode instead of like going over the news we wanted to just tell what what we are the most like what we want to see in this next assassin's creed game and before we go over a few things that we um put here in this document i want to go over the sort of intro so you know what you can expect this assassin's cast podcast goes live every saturday on your favorite podcast services and is also downloadable on soundcloud you just want to search assassin's cast and then you can find it there if you want to support the show then you can head over to my youtube channel that is joe raptor you can become a member there and then for two dollars per month you can uh, check out the video version on saturday Um, i also have an exclusive interview with the creative director on the game, Ashraf, that you can also watch there if you support the show. I want to thank David, Alberts, Liz, Zenz, uh, LCO for becoming a member since last week. That's very cool to see. It supports the show. But again, it's not, not necessary. Uh, we also got Hawk, Zero, Jeremy, and Lord of the Rings fan, 100, and Ryan becoming a member for the $5 tier. And then you get also two days early access. 
um, and the extra post show that we do here on Twitch because that's the first time that you can listen to it on Twitch, 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. UK time and 5 p.m. Central European time. Follow me on Twitch, Joraptor. You'll be notified when we go live. There are a ton of people right now in the chat. So that's very cool to see. And there we will also like talk with you after the show is over. And uh, yeah, kind of go from there. Um, what you can also do to support the show, because if you cannot support it financially, no big deal. It's already awesome that you listen to it. Um, it's head over to iTunes. And many of you actually did that. We are still at that, uh, Jordan. 15 uh, or like five star rating after 15 um, 15 votes so we of course are still waiting for that troll who will give us the one star but please don't be that troll but there will totally be one at some point and uh, I want to at the start of the show also talk about some comments that were made after uh, like the rating was given uh, we got Reaper who left a comment on iTunes saying really informative on everything Valhalla. Nice extra on top of all the videos. Listening to this and watching all the videos gets me extremely excited for it. Keep up the amazing work. And that's of course kind of the goal. Jordan, we, we both love Assassin's Creed and the new game looks awesome. So that's why we yeah. come together to, to kind of talk about it. I bought a Spartan helmet for the Odyssey. So... If that says anything about my character. Wait, wait, wait. So after playing Odyssey, you were so hyped, so you went out and bought a Spartan helmet? Yeah. If you want to talk for a second, I'll take five seconds and grab it. Okay, okay. I will I will do the, the, the comment from uh, uh, Domini. This is my favorite source for AC Valhalla news and is a fun thing to listen to while I do other work. 1010 Podcast. Thank you again. Leave a nice review on iTunes and um, yeah, high chance that you will be shouted out in the next episode. So this is episode three. We already did like a pilot episode as well. So it's kind of episode four, but we are like officially doing episode three right now. Again, it's low on news. Uh, wow. Yeah. If you watch the video version, you have a silver with, with the cool Mohawk uh, Spartan helmet. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not fun i tried wearing it on a live stream once but it turns out that it amplifies the mic and doesn't sound very good so it's not very fun to wear uh, is it but it like looks heavy good. or not it's pretty heavy okay because it's, i got the, I, I think it's, your your typical it's pretty uh, close to the, like the it can fit on my head it's real steel and it's a real like horsehair, I think. Too. Yeah, I hear <laughs> so it. Can, can you like touch it again, like so people that are only listening to the audio version can hear that? Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. It, it's a pretty heavy thing. Nice. Okay. Um, I I I I also showed you my like thing that I got during E3, the promotional sort of plastic yeah. uh, hat um, that already broke a couple of times, but. Uh, it's still it's still hanging in there. I did like not. I, I threw away the shields that they were giving away. We touched on this before, right? Um, I I did I not need so. a shield for a game that does not have a shield. Um, so <laughs> Jordan, what are you the most excited about? Uh, or wait, one one other thing. Um, so normally when you are like a supporter for uh, on YouTube, find a join button next to the subscribe button. You can send in your questions. That's still possible, but we want to open it up uh, more for next week and then 
kind of go from there. And then at one point, we'll switch it over to uh, for people that support us in that way. But for now, if you go to assassinscast.com, you can actually submit your question and then we might read it in the next episode. And if you're watching on Twitch, I will put it in the chat right now. So you can head over there and then, uh, yeah, add your um, question there and then we will... Shout it out. So next week, because I still think it will, we will be light on Valhalla news, I do have some video ideas, but I'm kind of spacing them out because I really think the next moment that we will hear about Valhalla will be the, during that Ubisoft Forward event on July 12th. So in between that, we will likely not hear a beep. So um, yeah, that, that's why next week we want to do like a questions um, uh, yeah, podcast. So send in your questions, assassinscast.com. And then we might read it next time. So, okay, Jordan, we we both ha- yeah. selected some things that we want in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You can start. What is one of the things that you really want? Okay. I feel like mine are going to be a little boring because they're just little nuancey things that are carryover from Odyssey that kind of upset me. The first one is meaningful resources. Um <laughs> Uh, in Odyssey, you had things like wood, iron crystals, and rare crystals, and they would only be used to like upgrade. Uh, I know talking about resources isn't as exciting as like the environment or something like that, but oh, excuse me, but having to you get gather those materials and only use them to upgrade weapons, and then they were worthless for the rest of the game, kind of was like oddly upsetting to me for that game and so i'm hoping that in this game that obviously you're going to probably need some resources to build your settlement but i'm hoping that there's a little bit more to it and that it's not just that wood iron system from odyssey don't you mean that you want a more exciting way to get the resources instead of that the resources have to be more exciting because like wood it would still like be necessary to build specific buildings in your settlement but what if you had to for example raid a specific village and if you did it this way if you did not like burn it down you got more wood or i'm I'm just saying stupid things but kind of how yeah the way you would get or if you wanted leather or like you would actually have to hunt animals instead of kill a a random animal in a den that will always be there like some like more advanced hunting mechanics i yeah i kind of like that idea too because it it definitely if if you just add a cap of like you're gonna need a hundred thousand wood to build the new blacksmith or whatever blacksmith Um, you're (laughs) you want to mention this every episode right that's where we're at now yes yeah the blacksmith shows up every episode yeah but like i don't want i don't want it to be like all right well i have to do 10 raids and then i'll have enough for the blacksmith uh, and then once you have the blacksmith made, you have an excess of like 300,000 wood and you don't no longer have a reason to use it. Uh, I'm anticipating, and the main reason I guess I'm being pessimistic is I'm anticipating that to be the system. Yeah. And I'm hoping that I don't know what I want, I guess, when it comes to that, but I know I don't want that. But we haven't really seen like a Ubisoft game where this wasn't like really the case. Like Far Cry New Dawn also yeah. comes to mind with like a settlement where or like a home base where you could also like uh, like you have to fight tape and stuff like that, and that was all just scattered across the map. And 
you would just find yeah. it. There, it was no like real reason behind it. I'm not sure, man, but I hope that there are like you have to get this specific person maybe to build this 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 settlement or to build this yeah. specific building in your settlement. Like that, it's more because otherwise it might feel more like a mobile game or something, like a sort of base builder, right? That's kind of what the resources felt to me in Odyssey was they felt very empty and like a mobile game, like a free to play game. And if I'm paying, you know, upwards to a hundred dollars for a single player game and then and uh, also DLC for a helmet. Stuff, yeah. And, and $50 <laughs> for a steel helmet. I want to be able to, um, get the most out of like a mechanic because when you see resources show up in a game you're like oh great that means i have some form of control over my environment and um it turned out that no you just gotta max upgrade your ship and then like spend it to upgrade a couple weapons and you're done so i'm I'm guessing the settlement will kind of solve that problem but um I feel like I'm being a little pessimistic, and I think that it'll be. But you haven't similar. seen it being done well, so that, that that's kind of yeah. I think where 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 you're coming at. But uh, I I think it's a I think it's a good uh, I I think it also depends. Like I don't really care what the icons are and what the resource is called, but I want to have a cool, meaningful activity to get that resource right. Uh, I think that that mm-hmm. that will be very important. Or that I mean, Red Dead Redemption Two went the extra mile for example with hunting where if you would damage an animal enough then the pelt that we that you would get would just be not not usable so for one item and i was stupid enough to get it like the legendary sigil of the west i'm not not sure if that's how you call it but you had to kill enemy uh, animals in a perfect way and i was like with a bow and arrow to the head but some were like moving extremely fast so you had to like use specific tactics and i don't want a system that is as deep as that because it was frustrating at times but i still want more than go kill this animal 10 times and you always get this this sort of pelt that you need for i don't know your leather Mm -hmm. workshop or something i get it i get it um should we move over to uh i like that the the quality of the uh the resources based on how much effort or care you put into uh gathering it that's good let's let's uh stick a little bit i think we will i i will at least like mention uh red dead redemption a couple of times i think because i think that game did a ton of things well and even today for a 2018 game it's pretty amazing what they did in terms of open world like i enjoyed the story of that game the main quests were cool but i even i enjoyed even more just going off the beaten path and going everywhere and there were no levels so you could go everywhere Uh, of course there were some story gating uh there was some story gating going on but overall there there was no like tough enemy that you could not kill and Valhalla seems to kind of tackle this in some interesting way as well we don't really know how they will do it but what i want to see is just way more open world encounters that are dynamic and interesting and you in odyssey and, and, in, and in the previous games, we saw a few things. Uh, random NPC getting attacked by a uh, by an animal. And we saw, like, in Odyssey, you had this um, where you would, like, meet with the pirates. Like, there was always, when you, after you completed the quest, you went down. There were some pirates fighting. And there was, like, a boar running in. And it was always happening. 
every time you went there, that was happening. And it was cool the first time, because I was like, oh, whoa, something is happening here. But after that, I'm like, dude, I killed, uh, like, th th that, that was not no fun. And the other thing they really used were, you, of course, had Sparta and Athens, and they were fighting sometimes. So sometimes you would run past some uh, enemies who were fighting each other. And that was kind of the only sort of open-world encounters you would see. While in Red Dead, you would meet a lady who would say... Uh, I'm, I'm broke, help me out. And then you would approach her and then a few bandits yeah. would jump out of the, the bush and try and take your horse or, or kill you or something like that. Or this was this lady that you had to bring back to her village and then this whole side quest started dynamically. And I'm not like expecting things on that level because that is kind of Rockstar. They they worked on this game for, for, for like a really long time. I'm not even sure like... GTA 5 came out 2013, so five even more than five years. Um, yeah. But like, at least something like that, right? That makes the world feel more alive. I think that would be awesome. Oh, of course, you're totally right. Like Odyssey, like you said, the amount of oh Jordan, wait, like, um... your audio is uh, doing weird. I'm not sure if people can hear it as well. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Hello? Wait, maybe it's my. Can Do I sound like okay? In the chat, uh, yeah, maybe it's my audio, but I'm not sure. His audio is fine. Okay, Did you I... to you. Then it's for me only. Uh, that's audio okay. I went okay, robo on you. Sorry. All right. Continue. So, uh, no, no, you're fine. Um, basically, I totally agree with you about the uh, the interactive, uh, immersive encounters in Odyssey, as particular was it, the lack of it felt very much like and the fact that the map icons had those like points above them and the camps kind of felt copy and pasted towards the end of the game like once you kind of realized what was going on and um for me it just kind of started quickly accelerating into just jumping from point to point to point and then the environment itself not even there wasn't even like uh you weren't thrown into quests on the way walking between cities you were incentivized to almost fast travel just to get yeah. to a point quicker mm -hmm. and then like you would on top of that the actual environment itself looked so similar it's like the white rocks with the same like olive trees and like and it, it, whether you were the only places where it felt different a little bit was like some parts of like Attica or Sparta and then Pefka because it was a little bit more deserty. And so I'm really excited because I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a large environment change on Valhalla with like rolling green hills. And then Norway's going to be steep, snowy. And then there's going to be like rain. I, I must, did they confirm or anything about any sort of weather? Yeah, like, yeah, it will be. There will I, be a dynamic weather system. Uh, I think they will just okay. use what what was also in the the previous games, uh, and just build on that a little bit. So uh, I'm not sure if like the meditatability is still there, so you can like switch time uh, time of day. But uh, I don't yeah. think there will be like a, a we got we actually see that I think in the teaser trailer with like the the big tree. You already see sort mm -hmm. of a uh, the time move, and I think the weather a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That... And so I, I totally agree with you. Like, I love that idea of, and I even mentioned this in a tweet about Red Dead similarly too, is how like you'd get into a hunt 
and you'd like follow an animal and then all of a sudden you've stumbled up on a bandit like camp and you're like oh and like you have to like prepare for that and like how a game like you can i love when i enter a game trying to do something and then the story or the gameplay pulls you away down a different path for a moment all of a sudden an hour two hours later you're like miles down the road from where you were originally and you're like oh oh yeah i was trying to hunt a deer like let me head back (laughs) yeah stuff like that that would 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 just be awesome and i think that is really where overall the ubisoft open world games can really improve is where like the the we've seen the tricks where people are getting attacked and stuff like that we want to we want more because we've seen how it can also be done um in red dead and i think cyberpunk will totally have some of those systems likely as well so hopefully we will see that in Valhalla too um yeah what is your uh, another thing that you want to see uh so kind of sticking on mechanics a little bit is I'm hoping that unique gear still means like unique play style for each player and not just like a funnel meta where there's only one good legendary sword that we all share with each other and that um there's still like build variety. Obviously it's from a selfish perspective. I love doing builds and that kind of stuff, obviously. But at the same time, like I, I've, I loved that. That was the part of Odyssey that I think I got the most out of. And so in combination with that and a really good immersive world and story would be really fun for me to be able to like collaborate with people. I'm like, Oh, how are you like building your character? What kind of Viking are you making and that kind of stuff. And so I'm hoping that, um, I love the idea of the unique gear. I didn't like all the purple spam you got from Odyssey. And so I'm hoping that in their attempt to kind of snap back from that, they didn't like just make accidentally like a linear one line, like end goal, like, Oh, at the end, like it's this set of gear that you're going to be thought, wearing. I and thought Odyssey it. was like, already pretty good at it overall. Uh, yeah. I, th- I feel in in order in Origins it was way more clear what the best weapons were, like the Anubis weapons from the Trial of the Gods and the Jackal's Gaze uh, bow, of course. Um, while in mm-hmm. Odyssey, people did not even figure out at first that legendary gear was not the uh, what was or that purple gear was better. Uh, in many regards than legendary gear and they actually buffed legendary gear later on um, and you of course already had the three playstyles so even with like the the you even if there were like specific weapons better they were only better for one specific playstyle in some regards so I think I hope they will move continue with that especially now because they really say every item you find is unique and can be carried to the end of the game although I'm sure there will be some perks like, um, for example, animal taming in Odyssey was never really good. So you had a perk that enhanced yeah. that, and then you were like, yeah, but this useless. So That was the thing, too, is Odyssey didn't get it perfect either because, like, the range of perks on your gear, the way you could customize your character was so drastic where um, it wasn't perfect. Like, at the end of the day, everyone realized, oh, crit damage. Like, all you have to do is focus on critting and crit damage and you're and you'll just kind of do everything while perks like damage against animals was basically just yeah yeah it was useless yeah it's just like kind of laughable and and the fact of the range of the balance of the legendary gear like you'd have a piece of legendary gear that was like 10 percent what was it like 
it could I think it was actually a hundred percent damage while midair, which you're oh, midair yeah. barely any time. While you'd have another one that was like thirty percent damage resistance, which pay, paired with other damage resistance perks, and you could literally make your character invincible due to the way they built the game. So like uh, yeah, but that was the, the that range... was after we hit the max level, though. So it was until certain yeah. points, but and it was still like hard to get. Like, sure, I think I think they will still like. I mean, looking at Origins, you had two weapons and a shield and a bow. To Odyssey, mm-hmm. we had five extra gear pieces. In Valhalla, we will likely have the same, but the gear system will still be pretty different. So I still think yeah. that. Uh, I think you will. I mean, I have hope that they that they look at this. But yeah, it felt in some regards really like, oh no, we have to think of a perk to put on this item, and then they came up with like the midair or um, like wild burning or something like that. It was like, yeah, but this is not good. Like, why would you use it? Uh, that makes me curious. I wonder what you think. Do you think they had designed all the perks and sets to be level 50 when they launched the game? And then when everyone kind of hit that so fast that they then expanded to 75 and then 99 that they weren't anticipating like perk values to get like that high and like yeah, what the game was designed to be level 50. Yeah, but I also think that for like when you reach ninety nine in this game, especially if you don't have the XP boost and did not use the XP glitch, uh, the story creator <laughs> mode glitches, then you would already have spent like two hundred hours or something, even more maybe. So yeah. if you then became OP at some point, like fine, right? You 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 yeah. finished all the already content. Yeah, <laughs> it was already over for you. Like you just had fun, and then it was more like. Oh, that's why I really like the Blade of Yumminess, where the damage was like 200%, but you could not use any abilities. So then they kind of made it harder in in that way, or with uh, the oil outfit, where um, I think you had like damage, uh, like you would take more damage or something, right? Um, Yeah. So they they made it more hardcore in that way. (laughs) So um, I I want to, like, one thing as well I want to say is that. When we like pick these things, we mostly talked about stuff that we don't know will be in the game yet. Because I think one of the things we should say, but I think they will still kind of nail. But we, I mean, they talked about it a lot, and that is, of course, I still want the Assassin's Creed feel and the um, the stealth gameplay that that really like is well done and. Um, I did not put it in the dock, and that is because I believe that they will kind of nail it or something like they will that they think about this. I'm not like concerned that they, they will release this game and that we can only go in uh, X blazing and uh, take a, yeah and, and just run up to a, a fort and, and, and do melee combat. I totally think that they will have some stealth capabilities. Um, like, do you share that as well? Yeah, like. They've put a lot of effort into marketing the social stealth feature. So I doubt, like, unless they're just saying that to kind of round up that part of the Assassin's Creed fan group that really kind of missed that aspect of the game, 
I think that they have definitely put a lot of effort into that feature and that could open a lot of different stealth doors for many different things. Maybe there's a Saxon village you're not allowed in and you have to work your way through it without getting caught. Uh, that's a lot of the old Assassin's Creed features that I miss, which is those restricted areas. And technically we had those with Odyssey, but they were yeah. just forts. And like they kind of like attacked you on site. I don't know. It just didn't feel the same in Odyssey as it does when you're like in a crowd or a group and you're maneuvering. And they're not necessarily arresting or attacking everyone who crosses the line, but they're looking for like in this in Valhalla's example would be like a Dane. So like maybe they're used to seeing Saxons around and all of a sudden a guard's like, wait a minute, who's that in the crowd over there? And they start making their way closer to you and you can try to get your way out of the city quickly because you're for whatever reason you're trying to gather information or a quest or something yeah so those are things i'm excited for if they uh, i'm hoping for yeah yeah i'm just curious how to see like what 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 i think like when people like that was really interesting uh before odyssey uh or when odyssey was revealed it was kind of they they kind of went they are kind of doing the same thing they're really like focusing on this is a odyssey or a you, you are living the ancient greece fantasy you're living the viking fantasy right instead of you are this assassin in this viking world um but what i showed with with odyssey and that was really interesting when um i was able to go to this to to uh, the studio and actually see the three playstyles being played in front of me and i got b-roll and was able to show that um that actually as an assassin and sure you would use like magical powers like the rush assassinate but i still think like going back to the previous games that you still had like a ton of interesting capabilities uh and and just tools to use uh as as an assassin um yeah in that game yeah, the YouTuber Treviso, he I don't know if you're familiar with him. Oh yeah, yeah, he makes like a, cool gameplay videos, right? Yeah. Yeah, he made a bunch of Odyssey videos where he took out Odyssey forts kind of silently entirely and which I think was honestly impressive because I think it's really hard to do that. It should be mm-hmm. a lot easier to do that, but you're right, there was definitely like uh, if you put the effort and time into it, you could. I think that's probably what fans it, are it, upset about. It was like, not, I, I don't yeah. want to put that much effort into it. You know? Yeah, and it, and it was not like the the hidden blade was an insta kill anyway. So you were like really forced to build in a specific way, and that is of course not what you're used to in the previous mm-hmm. games. Um, so yeah, I'm really curious. They say hidden blade is one hit KO. Social stealth is back. Like hidden blade obviously is back. Not, not super important as well. So. I just wanted to kind of talk about it, like, not that we, like, sort of forget about it, because it's still very important, but I think they know that. Um, One thing that kind of worries me is that they haven't shown it yet, and that is still weird, that we see Eivor with his cloak all the time, but why is he not wearing it in one screenshot? Show a hood in a screenshot. Like, why? And then you ask uh, Ashraf, are there hoots in this game? And he's like, of course. And I'm like, yeah, of course, but why aren't you showing it? So um, that, that approach is still weird. Seeing, I think what we're seeing, which could lead to potential concerns, is a, not to bring, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but like there's a, a obvious separation between the marketing team and the production team in the sense that like ash and darby are saying so if you're interested in kind of knowing what the creators of the game are i would 
implore you to follow Ash and Darby and them on Twitter or whatever and their social medias because they're commenting and talking a lot more about these details. And a lot of the marketing elements that are being released are very like polished. You can tell they're being kind of like shaped for likely data reasons. Like they they've received data like, oh, people like to play as male more than female. So we're going to push male Avor more than female Avor. And so you're seeing this kind of marketing game kind of being played a little bit. And so I'm hoping that like uh, that didn't bleed over into the production at all. And this is just a marketing thing yeah. that we're just kind of dealing with. Yeah, but I still find it weird. Like, um, like the male female is, of course, a totally different discussion because like when I said, why haven't we seen the hoods? I could have said the same about female Avor that we haven't really seen uh, properly uh, like shown. Um, but like the... Assassin's Creed, we we saw like all the like the the games that that sold like ten million. Like Assassin's Creed Unity was there and all, and I think like even I would argue that maybe not in terms of post launch and the money they make like from microtransactions and stuff, but the initial sales for Assassin's Creed games was higher back in the day than now. Um, so there are like you would think that people would love to see a cool assassin like those cinematics they do insanely well. Uh, so I'm just. I think it's weird that they, they 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 aren't like balancing that out a little bit, but maybe we'll see that during the July um, Ubisoft Forward. Um, so I should yeah. now go to another thing that I want to see, right? Yeah, go ahead. Sargon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sargon and Cassandra in a suit. Yeah, Sargon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gucci uh, that would be suit well before Gucci existed. Yeah, I mean, that would immediately explain it. He has the staff as well. Like, that's fine. That's fine. No, I would love to see an arena. Um, and I really think that Origins had one of the most awesome combat arenas in a game ever. Like, they really had a specific team, actually. Is it Bucharest? I'm not sure. Like, one Ubisoft studio, their job was, it, it was, like, to make the arena and the combat encounters. And you really saw that in Origins. We had the duelist with a guy with a spear, the two brothers. So if you killed one of them, the other guy would go crazy and come after you. Unique encounters that I still remember. Um, and I that, that made a ton of sense during that time period, obviously. Huge coliseums. And I'm happy that they did two of them. That was super awesome to... See one later on in the game as well when you thought, okay, that was cool. Uh, yeah, it's kind of sad that there are only three encounters here, so I want more. But um, so that, that I really want stuff like that. And I asked like when Odyssey uh, before that 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 was like came out, are there is there an arena in Odyssey? And that was really like it wasn't really a thing in ancient Greece to like celebrate these fights and stuff like that. But they still put it in, and I think how they did it in the end like was pretty cool. It was obviously not as memorable as in Origins, where the bosses did not really have a personality. It was basically an enemy you've already killed. Did they make them larger? Sometimes I felt like, whoa, that bandit guy is a little larger, like of the bandit. Uh, seven foot tall. Yeah, yeah like, it was like pretty large. <laughs> okay, but I don't want that. Like, I, I, I think, like, even if it doesn't make sense in the, the Viking era, and like, I... I, I'm not like I've not like read all the history books and stuff like that. And correct me if I'm wrong. You can also read about that uh, assassinscast.com if you have questions or input. Um, but I don't think like that it will be on the same level as in Origins. But maybe they can do like this sort of 
um, bandit sort of a thing or maybe Vikings or like kind of combat arena where they kind of test each other honor or like just a wave based mode would be awesome and then with cool unique boss fights at the end and Origins also had a horde mode that was really bad I'm not sure if you played it I don't know I don't remember that and it was a post launch <laughs> they they put it in the post launch trailer was like okay awesome a uh, horde mode what they did and um I was like, why, why put it in the game then? And you will laugh at this if you don't know it. So what they did is you, you came into the arena and the enemies were like level like level 40, let's say level 40. And then every wave, they would, re they would level one level up. So then at one point, you would fight enemies with a skull. And that was the challenge. That you basically could not hit them anymore. So you, were, you weren't doing any damage. They almost insta-killed you. And, yeah, then you would always r run up to this wall because you were just unable to kill them because they had skills. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, that's, that's... I mean, it sounds like a good idea and concept to, like, have the wave thing. Like, I, I totally agree with you. Actually, it bleeds into the other thing that I said uh, that I wanted, which was, like, a training ground to test oh, out yeah. abilities and weapons. But, like, I think you're right. Like, there... I there wasn't like a well-known arena at this time period in um in England or anything like that but there definitely was like like you said honor fights or trainings and things like that and so um I de I don't I I'm assuming they probably will work some sort of training or arena or something into your settlement where you can probably oh like yeah. fight that and would, test yeah. with your your fellow vikings and stuff so i'm hoping that that's the case and like it's kind of repeatable and yeah, that, or, that's what i want like it's for sure yeah. or customizable even like if i'm gonna really reach if someone's listening who's worked there like being able to select like the fact that in odyssey we had these really cool mythical boss fights but we had to save outside of them to be able to replay them i'm not saying i want the ability to like be thrown out of immersion and have like Odin or someone come down in my settlement and fight them whenever I want. Even if it's played off as like an animus area, yeah. um, being able to like pull out of the animus, go somewhere else to like hone your skills in. Um, and you could, you could repeat those battles against those, uh, for example, in Odyssey, those mythical creatures or in origins, like any of those other characters and fights that you wanted to have, um, I think that that would be a really good addition, uh, yeah. especially like the arena, you know, like you were mentioning. Yeah, I just uh, that that's another thing. But I think we're already man. How uh, why did how did the time fly by? Like we're already almost forty minutes in. <laughs> we might I really thought this was going to be a sh shorter episode because we would just like talk about three things we wanted. But that's actually a good a good thing, I think. Um, so yeah. maybe we should like save the other thing that we had in mind, or like you uh, already. I, those three, those three things were the ones that I wrote down. I could add more off the top of my head, but yeah, if you not for to now, but for later. But because we got some question, yeah. we got a question as well, and we of course also do predictions at the end of every episode, so we can. Uh, yeah, let's do there. it. Yeah, you do a, a question now. Yeah, yeah. So let's do the first one from uh, the one of the members, Abbas, here uh, says, 
hide your raptor not to me though but it's okay <laughs> <I get it. laughs> given or wait no this is uh oh i feel like this is the question from last week there uh yeah you're right all right sorry guys here let's do this one down here oh, yeah. do you think we will have cutscenes after assassination um because we didn't have that in Odyssey. This is from Flexer. He's excited to play male Eivor with axes, and he just loves history in the setting. So if anyone doesn't know what he's talking about, in the past Assassin's Creed games, there used to be death cutscenes when you would assassinate um, yeah. uh, an important character. Uh, and yeah, you in the middle of combat, moment. you would transform into this uh, into this cutscene. I, I really yeah. liked it. But I think... I think it will return because it was in Origins as well. Uh, and they really want to bring back that Assassin's flavor. And this was really one of those things um, that, of course, makes a ton of sense. Like killing off a target, having this sort of um, encounter between them. Um, I really loved in Origins how it was also kind of the dynamic. Like um, sometimes things would happen to Bayek or he would like drown or something. Like it was pretty cool. Uh, so I hope that. Um, it will be back. I, I will talk about like one thing that makes us think that it's back. But what what is your take? Uh, no, I totally agree. That that to me is very a nostalgic uh, element of an Assassin's Creed game, and I don't think it. I don't understand. Like same thing when Odyssey removed the waiting screen running around. It's like those little subtleties that kind of give it that Assassin's Creed game flavor in yeah. a way. Because no and, other game does it. Yeah. Yeah, and. And they're not, like, awful. It's not like a mechanic that ruins the game. They're just cutscenes, and they're loading screens. And somehow they found their way out of the game, which is strange. And so um, yeah. I'm hoping that it's a return. And I think even just a little thing like that will go a long way for people who feel like the, uh, the franchise has strayed away or something yeah. like that. I don't think personally, but, um, yeah. But and uh, why why we maybe think that it will be back is that someone asked it on Twitter, and then um, Darby and Ashraf uh, both liked the tweet, so I think they know people want it, and for for their games it never left, so I think it will uh, likely be uh, be back in this game, but it's not confirmed yet. Um, now let's move over to our predictions. Oh, did you already have another one? Is that no? That's actually oh yeah, that's a new one actually. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you can start. So, okay, one thing out of the way, I always forget this. At the end of every show, we do predictions of what we think will be in the final game. And then at the end, we kind of see who had the most predictions right. And it has to happen at the at like the launch of the game. So it's not like something they add post-launch, then it doesn't count anymore. So really that mid-October likely date is the cutoff. Uh, yeah, you can, you can start with your prediction, Jordan. All right. I think I I feel like I'm going gambling really hard on mine. I feel like I'm going to lose this cuz I I'm, no, I'm reaching I think, a little bit. I here. think you yeah. I the specific keyword here, there's a keyword here and I'll explain. So my prediction is is you're going to meet and recruit or have the ability to recruit one of Ragnar Lothbrok's sons from history recruit ooh, ooh. is the word i want the name i want one of the names <laughs> uh i don't know bjorn maybe i don't know um i'm assuming that yeah that's 
you're going to come across them and they might even join your settlement. I'm like, actually, no, I'm saying my prediction is they, they will be recruited into whatever recruit mechanic it is. I don't know if what one uh, thing. Yeah. First. Yes. Okay. You can't, if, if you can buy them, it doesn't count. Okay. So if they're like a Helix store exclusive, then it doesn't count. But if you meet them in the world, and can recruit them like that. Yeah. I'm okay with, that because if they make you buy one of them i'm gonna like rage uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna get a bunch of people with me and we're all gonna rage because you shouldn't let make us buy historical characters in a historical game <laughs> like the hades lieutenant we all wanted him. yeah he's very historic <laughs> <laughs> all right what's yours um uh, I think that the game uh, will get a Twitch extension. So what we what we kind of see this trend right now, where we we actually saw it already, like with the reveal for uh, Assassin's Creed, where if you watched that reveal on Twitch, there were like answers that you could uh, or questions that you could answer, and then it would give you a special reward uh, in the game. By the way, if you did not um, like, if you watched my stream or another stream and got like the 10 correct answers, you have to go back to Twitch, and then you have a message from this app, and then you have to claim the reward, otherwise it doesn't count. So you got till July 1st. I might remind people actually at the start of every episode. Either way, there we already saw Ubisoft toying around with this idea, and what we saw with Borderlands, for example, is that, or like maybe a lot of other games, where if you watch a streamer on Twitch, you can view their inventory. What gear are they using? What skills do they have unlocked? Something like that. I think Ubisoft will work on stuff like that. So that would also be nice, right, Jordan? To not have people ask yeah. you every time, what weapon are you using? <laughs> also, from a developer's perspective, I've been asking them for a Uplay API so that we could create Discord bots and uh, web tools that kind of pull people's stats in so that we can kind of see... Uh, how many kills people have had and like do that kind of stuff. So in order for them to make the Twitch extension, they're going to have to make an API, which they always ignore me about. I'm ruthlessly asking them about it. And they just, just keep going, me. keep going. <laughs> yeah. Never stop. And so I'm hoping that you're right. And I'm hoping that it's not just an internal API. Like it's just you play. It's just stats. There's no harm in yeah we can already see the stats that's yeah. right yeah yeah like it's not e like i'm not i don't want people's email addresses i don't want nothing like that i just want to see like total assassinations or how many th things like that and we could uh it could create a lot more fun community interactions yeah. uh, using that what is your relationship so, with the blacksmith in your settlements we we want like a social yeah, score exactly. for that that would be yeah. awesome <laughs> Uh, yeah. I hope the blacksmith is not underwhelming now. I'm starting I to really hope so. Like, her, her up in my head, and like when I meet him for the first time, I'm gonna be like blushing or something. I'm gonna get really embarrassed, and they're gonna just be like, "Hello, yeah, oh, hello. damn it, boy, <laughs> buy or sell." <laughs> Want to upgrade? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That would be a good prediction as well for maybe next week. Like have a, a, a yeah. like we need to, I expect a good blacksmith. Uh, either way, that, that like, brings, oh yeah, sorry. Sorry, no, I'll just say, or we each get our own different unique blacksmith. Like I wonder how variant our settlement people will be compared to each other's playthroughs. So yeah. that'll be fun. 
I mean, yeah, uh, we we will we will see, and that brings us to the end of uh, episode three of the Assassin's Cast. Again, if you are on iTunes, rate us there. That supports the show, and if you got a cool comment, then we might read it in the next episode. And the next episode will really be about all your questions. So if you got questions, assassinscast.com. So the name of the podcast.com. You will go to a form. You can enter your questions there, and then we. Uh, yeah, might read it in the next episode where we kind of want to go over more questions as we near that next sort of big reveal in terms of Valhalla gameplay. And then I think from there on out, we will have topics every week. But for now, we're kind of in that in-between moment. Um, yeah, what else should I say? Of course, if you want to support the podcast, it's optional, but it's possible. You can hit uh, the join button next to the subscribe button on my YouTube channel, you can get access to the video version. And for $5 per month, you can also have the podcast two days early. So right after we record it here on Twitch. And you can also watch on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv raptor. Just go there and hit the follow button and you will be notified when we go live. And we will now be going to a post show with everyone uh, watching here on Twitch where we go and answer some of the questions. The post show will also be available for members of the channel as part of that video. Um, so that is kind of the rigmarole there. Um, Jordan, any last words for people uh, listening? No, just um, obviously last, yeah. my heart goes out to all the like black Americans right now. Yeah, and for sure. if you're looking for a place to uh, have a fun inviting time with no judgment and for with honestly the some of the nicest people don't like worry about anything like come join the discord community we're all i it's not even me it's literally just attracted some of the nicest people i've ever met online before so if you're looking for an environment like that that's all inclusive like that like join builds.ac slash discord and if you want to listen to me or anything else i'm at it's jordan does on all the other social platforms that you know youtube yes. included so thanks awesome and uh yeah totally check that out for now we will speak to you next time and uh, goodbye